Welcome to Divine and Diverse Podcast. This episode, we are talking with Courtney. She is located out in Colorado, and she has some cool tips for us to learn about some self-care, and some of this is going to be higher self-care. How to take care of yourself as far as massage therapy, to Reiki, getting into a little bit of meditation, and we also touch on tarot. So welcome to the episode, and let's get right on into it. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Oh, it is. It's going. <laughs> it's doing. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good now after this bodywork session that I just had. So, right. Right. so um, tell us what happened in this bodyworks session. Um, so I took a class with this lady a while ago. Um, her name is Dawn Lewis and she teaches SMRT, which is called spontaneous muscle release technique. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just worked with this foot that I thought was sprained, but she mm-hmm. said that it's not really, it definitely could present as a sprain, but it's not, it's just everything is misaligned all the way up through my knee. So mm-hmm. my tibia and all the bones are misaligned. So she did so what she does is like um just some gentle, like softer tissue. But I mean it's it hurts because the tissue's tight and the muscles tight and the way she's working it, it's like everything's shifting into place, but it's very relaxing. When she was working my foot, I felt it all the way up through my knee, which mm-hmm. I know being a therapist, I was being very mindful the whole time of what she was doing because I've mm-hmm. taken the hand and arm class with her and she was working my foot so I'm like this is amazing and then she works my face and head as well so that was awesome (laughs) nice so is that something that you could begin to incorporate into your massage therapy as well this SMT yeah um I'd actually I did a little bit um on a friend the other like at climbing last night uh his finger was hurting which my finger is also now hurting and I've been I don't have two hands to do it on myself on my right arm but um her we didn't I got another 90 minute session with her because I didn't have time to get to my hands and arms today which was (laughs) this is my me week so tomorrow I have a 90 minute massage as well so I'm just I'm taking care of me for a couple days (laughs) and how would you how would you say like how often would you recommend getting like a massage um everybody is different um so I feel like it depends on the person and their tissue and what's going on specifically so it's an individual basis for sure um I have clients that I see every week um every Sunday Uh, and I have clients that I see once a month, um, or twice a month. It just depends on what their body needs. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. And how did you get into massage therapy? Why choose massage massage therapy? (laughs) When I was in, um, high school, I actually was on the wrestling team and I was always, giving massages so um (laughs) everybody was like you should you should do this for a living and I'm like uh you can get paid to do this so (laughs) it was just set in stone my freshman year of high school so (laughs) um and I've been doing it for 10 years so nice and how do you feel like the massage incorporated because we we talk a lot about doing Reiki as well so do you feel oh, yeah. like do you feel like Reiki is something that you should do more often on yourself or that is something that you would also say is per person? Like what is what is uh, self-care technique that you would do like daily? For me, I definitely like to take time to just ground and breathe. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes it's like meditating or um, but with the, when you mentioned Reiki, I, I just thought of like, you know, when I was just getting out of high school, I did not know that my 
massage school it was holistic and so that was they incorporated energy work into that and I had some really amazing experiences there um that I couldn't explain until now now it's like oh well that makes the most sense but um but yeah Reiki um I definitely feel like that is also an individual basis it depends on you know, you can do Reiki for anything. You can have a session if you want to work towards, say, you want to own a home within the next three to six months, you know, like we can work or if you're in, you know, it depends. I am not obviously into all that kind of coaching or anything, but, you know, it depends on where they're at financially. But if they're ready to do that, we can have a session and put energy towards that um and you know or if they're trying to quit a habit like smoking cigarettes or um addictions there's you can do reiki energy work to just do little un, you know blockages um, and get the energy flowing um and that can actually help with the physical pain as well so sometimes i notice a lot with um <clears throat> clients when i'm massaging is they have tension in their jaw and that's usually your communication. So yeah. a lot of people hold back communication and they clench their jaw and some of that can be helped with energy work. Um, and then massage as well. So the two together is just, uh, it's really good. Um, but yeah, that's also an individual basis on, you know, the person and what the goal is, the the intention for that session. Yeah. Um, I actually did a session on someone once and she, it, it was like, you know, you'll get more, I get intuitive. It's like an intuitive answers about physical issues or emotional issues um, <clears throat> while doing Reiki. And when I was doing this session, <clears throat> I had been told that a lot of my answers will come from doing a tarot reading <laughs> so <laughs> we did the tarot reading and it was just crazy uh like how much like we ran through and I sent her like all the pictures of all the cards and what their readings <laughs> were but I we went through it all and it was like wow this is right. this is amazing and then yeah it um but it's a uh, yeah it's individual and it was a 30 minute session so you know some people do get 90 minute sessions i've i've received an hour mainly i don't think i've ever done a 90 minute session mm -hmm. um but you can get a lot in an hour yeah. um especially even in 30 minutes you can get quite a lot right um it depends on their energy and what they're you know they're everyone she was very open and balanced in a lot of her chakras and it took very little to get that energy to flow the mm -hmm. right way and at the right speed and mm -hmm. frequency and just in balance mm -hmm. um so it didn't take much at all for her <laughs> right uh, but yeah um so I wanted to really get into how the like regular person right obviously you and me we're I feel like we're always on the same level when we get into talking about this stuff. <laughs> well, we're so, both pretty intuitive. and We are, yes, we are. Spiritual so, beings. Right. And so my goal here is to help other people who may not know or have any idea about what Reiki is or tarot or like have some, you know, um, like limiting self-belief in tarot, you know, like, oh, they don't want to touch it because there's a death card, you know, like, oh, how, yeah, that, that, that always comes up, right? And so mm -hmm. what would you say is the best way for people to get started in Reiki and in tarot for you? Um. Well, in my personal experience, I... I've learned, I don't think that Reiki is something that can be or should be limited as far as, you know, everybody's techniques are different. They're, everybody's intuition works differently. So you're going to have different gifts than somebody else if you're wanting to get into energy work. Um, some people are visual, some people are auditory, like it's just, they'll get messages different ways. Um and they'll feel energy differently and different things will mean different things mm -hmm. to different people. It's just such a, 
it's a pool for sure. Like, right. a, you know, really dipping the toe in the ocean um, as far as that. But find a, a you know, a Reiki master. Um, and, you know, I like to talk to them over the phone first. I, the first, one of the teachers I had, I booked without talking to or hearing their voice or anything so it was very hard to pick up anything and make a real connection with them Mm -hmm. um so I think that over the phone really helped and then in person obviously is amazing as well Um, I had a co-worker um who taught me some Reiki as well and that particular type of Reiki was really good for physical pain Mm -hmm. um so now I know what to do as far as checking energy um, giving the energy and then pulling away the pain. So it's different what I, it, and my session is going to look so different than anyone else's, but right. yeah, find, find someone, you know, that you connect with. I think that particular, the past two teachers that I've had were the best um, out of, I've actually had four teachers for Reiki. So it's, it's always different. Um, yeah. Don't limit yourself to, to you know, be open to everything. But also be open to everything, but, you know, definitely work with what works for you. You know, something might work well for others, but something different will work well for you. Right. Um, And with the tarot, it's hard to explain how to connect for me, actually. Um, Someone asked me the other day and I'm like, honestly, I don't know how. I just, I mean, I I connect. Like, yeah. I get my mind it's almost like a state of meditation then Mm -hmm. I guess is the closest that I can get to describing it but when I'm doing tarot I try to connect to the person who I'm doing the reading for Mm -hmm. and you know source or you know god or whatever you know for sure yeah I'm the same Uh, I'm the same way with that especially with tarot I feel like I I just wanted to ask to see like how much better could you describe it than me? <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody understands things differently yeah. as I've learned, you know, especially through my climbing experiences. It's like when you have multiple teachers, it helps because they'll explain right. things in different ways and it just clicks right. um, a little bit better. <laughs> but um how, yeah, people understand. It's so your way of describing it would be something totally yeah. different. Someone else might connect with that. So how? Oh, I just knocked over a no. little thing. Sorry. <laughs> um, but how would you describe, like, you know, when you connect? Yeah, for to me, do like a tarot reading, right? For me, is it's my process, and I kind of give the other person a warning, like, you know, just kind of stop what you're doing because if they're interacting with somebody else wherever they are especially if it's like a long distance tarot reading that I'm like okay just give me like 10 minutes of your time where you can breathe and and then I can get all of your energy and Mm -hmm. I'll know it's their energy and not somebody else's and so um for me it's very it's a very like a deep meditation as well um, almost like I'm searching for something with my mind and then I go through the cards, you know, with the question on my heart and, you know, I just keep going until something falls. And, um, then it's almost like when that, when that part falls and you're like, oh yeah, okay. Like you already kind of know what it is before it, before you look at it. Because you have, yeah. like, you get the feeling of what that person needed ahead of time. And mm-hmm. so it's only when you pull the card and you see what it is and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, that was confirmation, you know? And yeah. so um, I feel like they're more of confirmation cards for me. They're not telling me anything I didn't already know. Like, for me, I can pretty much tell what somebody needs to know ahead of time. So the tarot acts as that like almost like a pillar for me to double check myself all right yeah oh yeah I get that with my when I do readings for myself but when I do it for other people I don't I don't think I get that as much Mm -hmm. but as I'm doing like the reading and you know I'm like okay all these cards this is why they're connecting and this is why you're getting all this and they will be you know just as connected and understanding like wow this is making so much sense and once you just you're both there it's like oh wow this is amazing and 
mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a good, good feeling, but yeah, the, I, I, yeah, the, when the cards just fall, it's like, you'll, as soon as like you ask a question, it's like, oh, that one just, it's mm-hmm. stuck like in your hand yeah. and you can't like rope it. It's like, oh, well, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's fun to play with it in practice, but, right. um, but yeah, it's, it's really, um, I would, I would recommend, I mean, I, that is something I feel like you could do at any time, but I wouldn't right. get too, too into, I, I mean, some people do daily card readings or, you know, do one card a day, which I actually don't think is that bad. Like, you know, maybe a small daily reminder in the morning, like, okay, what will I need to remember today or right. have, have a question or, you know, an intention behind it and do that pull in the morning. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't do like a full, you know, 10 card spread or. Yeah, no, that's definitely a special occasion feeling. Yeah, like full, maybe like a full moon or the solstice is coming. So um, yeah. that the winter solstice. Yeah, um, that's so I would do. Anniversary. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, that's, that would be a good time to do like a good spread. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I, well, and I do them too. Okay. You know, like with that reading, when I did the Reiki, it was like, okay, you need to do a tarot card reading for her. And it's like, mm-hmm. that will just explain everything way easier, like for the, for her, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, it was just cool how that connected as well. When I was doing the Reiki, it was like calling to the cards and I'm like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> Exactly. And I definitely feel like the 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 work that goes behind the tarot, like the tarot gives you a path. Well, for me, tarot is giving you um, like an option that you can take to move forward into what you would like, or it's mm-hmm. kind of describing um, what your blockage is and how to cure it. And so I feel like some some of the options that you get from doing tarot, especially, well, for me and the Medicine Woman deck, I feel as though it gives you the paths that you can take, even if it's just like a three-card spread, you know, or like a card a day for a daily message. It'll say, okay, this is what you need to work on today, or this is what will benefit you the most by absorbing it. Whereas I feel like tarot is not a definitive thing. Like, you can make different decisions that will affect the card further along in your day you know yeah. depending on what you've asked it that's very true mm-hmm. yeah so then for the Reiki I feel like that is just something that's more definitive and um, you know obviously having that life force and I feel like this is something that everybody should be able to do. Like, I really wish people were teaching Reiki on a bigger scale um, mm-hmm. and to kind of take out the exclusivity of it, because I feel like it's something that everyone should be able to have in their daily lives. Like they're having a pain or they're having a cramp or they're having, you know, like some kind of indigestion and just be able to solve their issue with a Reiki technique or with a Reiki moment, you know, like just taking 10 minutes out of their own day to kind of do that inner work for themselves or, you know, one of the best, um, one of the best ways to describe to people, like, what is your first reaction when, you know, you hurt yourself, you put your hand there, like that's the first instinct. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, keep your hand there and, intend for that to heal as soon Mm -hmm. as you did it and then I mean I've done that I mean for this foot thing that I've got going on but obviously there was something a little bit more muscular and to do with the tissue and stuff that needs manipulation for that to heal but the pain was a lot better and bearable when I did that you know just put my hands on it real quick and because I knew I as soon as I landed I knew I messed it up and I barely walked away and I like sat down and put my hands on it. And, you know, it's, that's just your first instinct. It's natural Mm -hmm. to do that. And I think exaggerating on that, you know, that's the first step in to connecting people with what Ricky really is. And yes, 
Yes. How it's just a part of us um, and anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. And it's, I feel like it's so underground though, you know, like I feel like we're still so, um, so undercover with the knowledge and the wisdom that we know that having it in like everyday life, even teaching younger children, you know, when they fall over and they're in pain to like act on it I feel like they would be able to kind of pick up on it really quickly and um, be able to use it for its its benefits even for like other beings like their friends or helping right. their pets and things like that yeah and I actually teach my kids that. to mm-hmm. try to do things like that like mm. um, for instance my daughter when she has like a you know a scratch it's like well put your hand on it it's not bleeding right now or if you have the band-aid on it then put your hand over it and tell Mm -hmm. it to heal like tell your body like be strong and heal like or you know try I'm trying to teach them and she's six so um I'm teaching them kind of young how to do Mm -hmm. basic things um with self-care and then trying to do some breathing is a really hard thing to get children to do right (laughs) (laughs) they're they're fun though um but yeah they I I definitely try to incorporate that with them um and I need to get on that a little more because and they it builds their confidence they need to have more confidence in their body and their abilities yeah Um, and my daughter fully believes that she's a magical being (laughs) (laughs) she'll question she'll ask me questions every now and then and I'm just like uh yeah it's magic okay (laughs) that's what I call it I mean it we call it whatever you want but I call it magic um but yeah it's um sorry if I just totally no, got on a on a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um but yeah, it's not uh I feel like it's it, it could be taught, you know, even at you know, on a personal level, like it within the family would be great, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, it would be amazing if schools would catch on to yeah. I, I know some schools will incorporate yoga and a, a little mm-hmm. bit more of meditation, which is great. Um, right. But I feel like a lot more uh, the so the social emotional aspect of that gets dropped after, mm-hmm. say, maybe kindergarten. Right. Um, they don't work on social emotional at school anymore. And parents not, are not always equipped with how to handle um you know a child with their emotional things so having mm-hmm. I, I feel like schools really just don't look into that anymore um, yeah and that's a hard part to it's hard to start there I know there's you know, the yoga and um, meditation in classes is beginning in some schools but not I, I, I don't know how well known it really is right you know <laughs> have like wide scale I definitely agree. I think I think we're on a great path, though. I feel like it is becoming more mainstream as we go. Um, But yeah, it's just it's in the background for now. But I am excited about where it's going. And um, and, you know, obviously, you know, for me that I incorporate my smudging and my art into that into the Reiki as well, because the smudging is almost like the for, like the form of the Reiki is how I process it like kind of clearing out my house is like you know sending love and peace and um, you know enhancing the abundance in my house is not just for me but it's you know me and my body and and knowing that I'm an abundant of health abundance of health but like also that for my house too. So like the plants that grow in here, like having that energetic connection to kind of everything that's going on and then smudging as well to release and clear out all the stagnant energy. And then for my art, I do the same thing. You know, when I'm painting, I use the paint as though it was energy. So I don't necessarily go in and have like a plan for a canvas. Or if I do, I may have, like, a really broad, like, 
topic and then I kind of narrow it down as the paint goes on um, and I smudge in between and and so I kind of like I'm incorporating that into a lot of different things and I feel like it can be incorporated even further even for like you know college students and and businesses that are have a goal or have um have charity work and missionaries and churches and things like that to really help the people that they're trying to help on a deeper level. Whereas we're kind of moving out of this very um, shallow and lighthearted, what's the word? Um, Like just really, it's not, we're not having the deeper conversations the way I think we should be in these places and institutions and buildings that we give mm-hmm. so much of our energy to. Right. And um, to be able to kind of clear it out and, and relearn or reteach and remember the divinity that we have within us and being able to be channels of Reiki and, and help each other and help ourselves that way. I think is going to be really monumental, especially coming in this next year and, and all of the like prophecy that's built into next year, you know, I think it's it's going to be magical. Oh yeah, for sure. I, um, I'm still really excited to get a piece of artwork from you for my Mm -hmm. studio. (laughs) Yes, Um, we will make that happen. Yeah. I need the picture for the energy. Yes, I have. I have some. So, yeah, um, yeah, (laughs) I have to get back there um, to get some stuff rearranged real quick. But I think it's going to I'm just so excited to have that there and Mm -hmm. um, do more decorating. I have um, a friend who's really good with decorating as well that just has that um, just an eye for it so and I have some little things that I, I just I don't know I really like my space so yeah <laughs> yeah I mean that, to finally... that's so important as well having your own space that you can um, expand your energy so yesterday I was making a video and um, it was about creativity and how our creativity is it gets put into a mold if we're not careful about who is feeding us thought and who is feeding us energy. And so we, especially as an empath for me, in my case, um, having external negativity um, is almost like a barrier or a blockade for my energy to flow correctly. But if I have my own space where I make sure the energy is moving my creativity can flow and um, what I need to get done gets done. And, you know, it's like a totally different vibe and situation as if I was in somebody else's energy or somebody else's space, like creating your own space and having that energetic flow um, in the direction that you want it to go in, I feel like is, is super is major almost like feng shui right having your own space and creating and decorating the way you need to to be able to channel as much as you can yeah and even when I'm at home I have a space in my bedroom that is dedicated Mm -hmm. to my desk which is where I'm at now and I have it's all my space with my sage and my Mm -hmm. candles and you know some homemade body butters and little mm-hmm. you know essential oils or pendulums like there's a little it's just my little desk for all my it's my space and my kids have been very respectful my daughter used to come and take all my crystals <laughs> um she loved them and then I knew I came in and I'm like I, I think like six are missing you know yeah. <laughs> and so, I go into her room and I'm like, where are they? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, you're, okay, 
where are they again like I'll try this again and she gave me all of them back but (laughs) ever since then we had a really good conversation about our space and this is mommy's stuff and now you know even if they did you know take it I I enjoy going and getting crystals so (laughs) I feel like you could never have too many because if they end up missing it's gonna find a place somewhere so right it'll, (laughs) it'll find exactly where it needs to be exactly um and and obviously you know my story about how I got connected to crystals and I was not expecting not expecting a connection to crystals that day but I definitely was in there and um even holding the crystals and sending them energy to see what the response was is how I picked my crystals so like knowing which crystals will benefit me the most and like am I you know uh what's the benefit of you or or you know do me and you mix do I need you and asking those questions and feeling the feedback from those things also is really under it's so underrated and um yeah, it's so underrated. A lot like, of people go for just maybe aesthetics or, you know, right. what one looks the best, which I, I definitely go with what one catches your eye first, because that mm-hmm. can be, you know, right. but you, you do, I, I do that as well. I've mm-hmm. been, you know, the first time I've, I, the first crystal I ever got was from the lady who taught me Reiki, the, uh, the first my first ever Reiki one class Mm -hmm. um and I wasn't really I I was interested in crystals for sure and I'm no expert either by any means I Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm I definitely feel a connection to having them around and Mm -hmm. I've I've stick to basics with that with like color coordinating with the chakras um or you know seeing that this is like an earthy looking you know crystal Mm -hmm. so obviously like a root chakra um but just stuff like that um I go with intuition on that a lot um but a lot of people don't I I I would sit there and hold them and try to feel all right how much energy does this have is it gonna be able to do what I wanted you Mm -hmm. know like or is this gonna benefit me Mm -hmm. um or a client if I'm intending to buy them specifically for clients Mm -hmm. or because I do want to have more I have all almost all of them I think at my office now I have a couple up here um that were left behind but it's good to have them around I definitely um enjoy having them just sitting out even and to see um just certain ones during it's I don't carry them on me as much as I used to I I definitely used Mm -hmm. to carry them like in my pocket or right you know find some jewelry and you know with that incorporated but Mm -hmm. I do like them just sitting around my space to help that energy in that space yes yes I am um, I'm somebody who drives with hematite (laughs) (laughs) and um and on special occasions, a block of black tourmaline. But, um, you know, when I was working in my office, I would definitely take them for a road trip um, because I felt the energy of the office shift so much. And there was so, so many people with different energies that aren't doing the healing work that I'm doing. And being an empath and being so open to other people's energy Um, in case they're like in need of my assistance or whatever I do allow them to come into my space and kind of like have a vent session even though it's like I'm not like I'm not thinking about okay my energy is open for other people am I ready for other people like some there were times where I wasn't ready and I was still open um and but bringing the crystals to my workplace where other people aren't doing the work was really interesting dynamic because people come in they'd be really interested in them and then you see what their energies are kind of leaning towards or guided to and you know I would allow them to kind of like hold them or check them out and ask me questions um and it was kind it was a really good way I feel like to open that um border of learning about crystals 
because there's also there's not well here in Atlanta I feel like there's not a lot of people that know about the crystals outside of their aesthetics you know like everybody wants a big giant slab of amethyst without realizing that the amethyst is is really healing um and you know even to like sit down and with it it could become like a paperweight you know <laughs> right and, um, and so um for me I had like a little basket with all my crystals in them and then I would know that you know my office is clearing out the energy is moving again whoever needed the crystal that day was able to get in contact to it so I mean that's that's something I want to work on as well is like building the knowledge of crystals and understanding that they're more than just rocks um, would definitely be a bonus for me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to learn more, too, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, about the meaning and what they, you know, their uses. I definitely, you know, have a few that are like you know rose quartz and Mm -hmm. you know some basic basic ones but there are a lot of them out there Um, yeah I was gonna take a class on them and I started to it was like a little online one where it's just like it goes through all these different types and it gives a lot of really good information Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was like a free little thing so it was just it was cool to learn and I printed off some of the materials I just haven't taken the time to study it because I've been very busy (laughs) so um but yeah just having that knowledge would be great um and I would do I've actually heard of um people doing that bringing it to the workplace um (laughs) because like, or people that would, you know, before you came to their desk, like, they would pull out, you know, some black obsidian or something, you know, mm. black tourmaline or something. Just, here, let me put this here real quick. Okay, now you can come at me. Like, or, right. you know, <laughs> your, yeah. what, what would you like? <laughs> How can sure. I help you? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. Preparing for that energy of others, um, but helping them to experience it and get educated in it is really nice. I, Mm -hmm. we have some crystals at my work and it's, you know, not a lot of people understand. I, I've actually brought crystals to work and put them in this plate, um, Mm -hmm. uh, in this, uh, but there's a few of my coworkers who are really big into crystals and, um, that's really awesome to be able to we'll talk a little bit about that at work and yeah. so yeah. in the massage therapy industry it's a big thing and I think here uh, in Colorado a lot of people are open and very interested and willing to learn about you know there's metaphysical stores all over the place <laughs> um, they're everywhere <laughs> here so that's yeah. wonderful to have it so readily available um, So I feel pretty blessed to be in a place where it, you know, I've been able to expand on it and, you know, especially the Reiki, uh, all my classes have been here um, in Colorado for that. And it's just been, it's the mindset, you should come out here sometime. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like of to do's. (laughs) Yes. It was, uh, yeah. And we, Red Rocks is amazing. We could go up there and like meditate in the summer mm-hmm. yeah not in the winter I'm pretty good with uh <laughs> I kind of wish uh, April's actually a good time I think to go to mm-hmm. California because um yeah it's March uh, through March April uh even into May it can snow here and freeze over so Ooh. those are the cold months yeah. right now there's like, no snow on the ground mm-hmm. but it was it was cold, right? It was amazing yeah. to go hiking and find um, some just uh, oh what was it? We went hiking somewhere with the kids and uh, a bunch of uh, like just clear quartz, not clear quartz, but like a white quartz type, you Ooh. know, yeah. or, or a little bit of pink in some of them, like a was, selenite almost. Pro- yeah, it was really. 
I have some pictures. I'll have to send it to you. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. still have them um, of the big chunks. We have. To, I want to go mm-hmm. get that. But it was really cool to see that um, part of, you know, gra- like going out and hiking and knowing that it's more than just a rock. Like this mm-hmm. is here. There's a reason it's here. And this is a life of you know the minerals and the life of the rock and the structure of it and it was just really cool yeah to connect like I was just always looking at every every single you know rock or (laughs) (laughs) everything and taking it all in it was really cool yeah I definitely agree that um being in an area where you have more access to metaphysical stores is is a great idea because here in Atlanta we are kind of like scraping by on the metaphysical stores um there's like three I know over a stretch of like maybe 30 miles and um where I've moved to now there's maybe one in a 30 mile radius so um, I definitely want to kind of build up the knowledge and, and the wisdom around here because I know I see so many artists and I see so many people and business people and entrepreneurs and having one of the biggest airports um, that there's so much energy exchange going on in Atlanta that would benefit having that little bit of metaphysical in their life and having a little bit more Reiki and having a little bit more crystals and and being able to explore um, different ideas that would, you know, kind of get them grounded a little bit more, I think would benefit a lot of people. Um, so obviously, just like Denver has, you know, obviously they have marijuana is available all over the place. We are missing out on those luxuries. <laughs> and, um, it was very medicinal. A client and I were having a really good conversation the other day um, during the massage about the benefits of, you know, marijuana and how many things it can help with. And it's like, we still don't even know the full extent of, and it's just a plant. It's a natural <laughs> plant. And she was, this lady actually um, does work she knows a lot about medicine let's just say um and the things in medicine and the reactions and things like that right um so we had a good conversation about how it's you know she'd rather give somebody you know marijuana as a medicine mm-hmm. you know plant medicine i in my opinion too just plant medicine in general i know that it's becoming a thing there's a place here in boulder colorado mm-hmm. where they do clinical trials with like plant medicine and it's not really it's not a clinical trial it's a clinical setting so it's right. a clinic that you can go to and there are doctors that facilitate you having a plant medicine experience and um getting some psychotherapy during that like if you know mm-hmm. it's along those you know for ptsd and things like that but right. goodness like the research could just right. it could go on for a long time it's just it's booming though mm-hmm. it's it's getting there yeah we're, we're getting ready here in georgia i i'm pretty sure that they're gonna let it happen uh just because there's more money and more benefits all around i mean you know it's just a plant and it doesn't make sense that if it's doing all this healing without harming people how we would continue to allow it to be illegal would be above me but um you know obviously we'd have to run away from the pharmaceuticals a little bit harder (laughs) and um so that would that would probably put somebody off as to why they don't want to legalize it Right. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of money yeah. in pharmaceutical. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be the same. That would be the same thing that would kind of slow down the growth and expansion on Reiki and uh, crystals because th- both of those two would take away from the pharmaceutical companies. Uh-huh. And um, so we'll see. Hopefully, um, you know, I feel like marijuana is so beneficial that. The, the, the amount of people that miss out on the pharmaceuticals can still get help via the, medis- the medicinal properties of the marijuana. 
So we'll see what actually happens. But um, we we can only hope here in Georgia. (laughs) Change is afoot, though. I think that it's going to, you know, the year 2020, I think a lot of things will start changing in a positive way. Um, And I think that, you know, it'll become more of a thing for sure, healing preventative medicine in general. Um, I was actually talking to another client as well about um, the military doing more now with preventative mm-hmm. care than aftercare. So yeah. it's like it, it's more cost efficient, but they're doing things like paying for massage and chiropractics and self-care things mm-hmm. that are necessary. And I it is important. And I feel like a lot of that could also be, you know, that's a place we could start is, you know, uh, just as a self-care, you know, sneaking in with the self-care thing mm-hmm. or not real sneaking in, but a lot of people, you know, that's how you get out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of massage therapists, I feel like a, a, a lot of them get into that without knowing that they're going to be in real, close connection with client energy like mm-hmm. other people's energies yeah. you're in a room isolated with someone else's energies right. and so taking on that is very possible and that's something I learned in school and I don't think that other you know schools taught that mm-hmm. was you know you can take on their energy you can take on their pain yeah uh, and I've done that before where I'm not grounded and I'm focusing on taking away the pain but I'm not focusing on me first And then that's when I take on their, their energy and their pain. And I, it, I, I, that's when I do some self, you know, some clearing, smudge myself Mm -hmm. uh, and do some self healing. And that's right. It's just great to have that um, to go to, instead of having to worry about going to a, like a doctor, like, Oh no, I just took on this pain. And it's like, I know what it is. Right. I don't need a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> if something was broken, yes, I do think there is a time and a place for, you know, Western medicine for sure. Um, and, and, you know, some medicine, you know, like a, it might benefit others and that's great, but um, I would love to get more towards the energetic and, you know, even the, there's physical changes in the body. This is a yeah. physical, you know, this is a, measured energy is measured off the body we can do that with science so even the science you know minded a lot of people think of spirituality when they think of energy work and reiki but there is a lot of science based Mm -hmm. you know behind it so that's it's wonderful to share that with clients you know like the measurements that they get from people who have been trained and educated in energy work and how much more energy they have coming from their bo- their bodies yeah. it's amazing so right and and it's so um magical like how I got into it I keep saying magical because it is but <laughs> yeah but the um it's so profound that like when I first got into it I was like this is you know this is like weird I mean, it makes sense, but it, it just sounds strange. And um, I ended up getting into an Eric Pippin book. And he was talking all about how objects can hold energy as well. So imagine like you go and buy a new house, but to the, the house is not actually brand new. So it's sitting on older energy from the, from the past family and then you begin to experience like relationship problems and you're like, why, you know, we were fine until we bought this house and, and the energy of the house will affect you or the energy of the environment will affect you. And, um, and it goes without acknowledgement for a lot of people because we don't have that knowledge. So having the, having the ability to read it scientifically um, and kind of have those facts back it up is is like our next step. And and that's definitely my next step to um, I definitely want to make it more known because I just feel like beyond 
having that true faith or like not everybody has a faith right so this is something for for everybody across the board because it has that evidence behind it um and the same for the smudging as well you know that they've actually proved that it does kill off like 99 percent of bacteria in the air Right. Um, yeah, and I I've shared that with family, and now yeah. you know more people are smudging. So yes. <laughs> I really want to go smudge my um, I and I smudge in my office at, before even a massage. Like when I get there every day, um, because I do share it with another therapist. Not the room necessarily, but the office space. Yeah. It's like I, I'll smudge my room, and then right. I I'll do my smudge, and I, I do the whole thing just real quick. Uh, every time I go in because I'm not you know right I want to make sure it's clear and um yeah it but sharing that really helped um and I'd rather you do that than you know use a lot of chemicals another area Mm. that I love is essential oils Um, yeah that is another I I feel like a lot of people are into it but they're not Mm -hmm. really they don't understand the true benefit of it. Like, yeah, yeah they'll use it, but you can really replace so many things um, by using uh, just essential oils and a, a really good brand of them as well. Quality makes a difference, but um, yeah, the essential oils are my, that's like my medicine cabinet is, <laughs> I don't like to take a lot of medicine. If I have pain, I generally, you know, can locate it, isolate it and get it taken care of um pretty well and then or if I want to sm- you know help with sleep you know I do smudge but I, I I'll burn lavender with my smudge uh like with my sage stick um but then I also have like essential oils that I can spray or roll on the skin it's really nice to have those blends so you can just yeah, it it helps a lot <laughs> I love to and I do one of my clients loves lavender and it really is very relaxing. So our massages are always like the energy is always just amazing mm-hmm. because it's, it, it, that helps the energy as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And having, and kind of like, do you think that's because we're incorporating the sense, like another sense, like having the smell be a yes. sense of the energy, like being able to smell that? So it's yeah. kind of like starting up another part of our brain to build the like building up the manifestation energy as well into that. Yeah, the brain. Well, so when you're smelling something, mm-hmm. you know, the brain is functioning. It's like, you know, figuring there's a lot of stuff going on. Right. Anyway, that you it does enhance relaxation, but some people can be overwhelmed by you know, have a sensory uh, overload and it might be too much for them. Like their sense of smell um, might be just really sensitive, um, which could be an energy blockage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but in general, uh, just um, I love having it, it. It is having all the senses be relaxed, even having like a, if you're doing Reiki on someone, if they're on, um, have a hard time relaxing during the daytime, say you're doing a distance Reiki or something and, or, you know, a session in your office and it's bright, like cover their eyes with something to help their, it, that just, mm, you know, takes away, it takes away. So it allows you to focus more on your, uh, the rest of your, like really get into your body. Mm. Um, so it's it's interesting like taking away that sense and allowing it to rest and heighten other mm-hmm. senses so your sense of smell and your sense of your touch and mm-hmm. you know feeling so that helps with reiki for sure and even doing a massage i think you know a lot of people have a generally a, lot, a darker lit room um for relaxation mm-hmm. and, uh, which is really nice to have i like natural sunlight as well yeah. but um but yeah, it, it can help uh, having that and it, it helps with so much, you know, just yeah. daily. I, I carry it and I, I have roller balls and spray bottles in my purse and in my bags. Like I take them everywhere. Right. Yeah. Especially for um, 
like for me and my my allergies in the spring because here in the south like once it's pollen season everything gets coated with a layer of green and yellow and like pollen is in the air like millions of particles per square inch (laughs) and like I turn into a puffer fish so that's when I use my essential oils the most and I like get in the bath like doing a full bath more often to kind of get rid of that sensitivity and be able to relax enough to go to sleep um, and relax my lungs from all the sneezing and the coughing and the everything else that's going on helps me so much as well. And um, they do have obviously like little specific blends and and things like that for different ailments as well. so yeah, I'm definitely I'm a huge fan of essential oils. My mom used to be like an aromatherapist for babies, so she would do massage um, with the oils to allow them to get to sleep faster. Um, and a lot of times they'd be asleep before she was finished. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just because they're like you know the all the sensory things that they're not used to, like having smells and having. Um, the the touching in such a motion, you know, where like babies get the same repetitive motion very often because we're like we're trying to burp them or we're rocking them to sleep, so it gets really repetitive. So doing that massage is like a totally different um, sense for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love. I I don't get a baby fix very often, but. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would love to do that sometime like an infant massage um that's something I've always done for the kids too like I've been I give them like a little mini massage because obviously they're not gonna sit down for an hour Mm -hmm. (laughs) um uh but I massage them I'm starting a new bedtime ritual where I'm always massaging them with a body butter or something that we've made at home and it has essential Mm -hmm. oils in it um there's one with rose and lavender. So I use that before mm-hmm. bed and that's a good heart chakra one as well, which is yeah. um, something they need a little reminding of <laughs> every now and then. But um, yeah, the, it's good to use it. Um, and even helping like the kids, I help that like uh at school there's I there's a blend that is for concentration and so mm-hmm. I've noticed too that um having a certain smell on helps me be energized or concentrate or you know what am I doing and to have that readily available and you know in an aroma, a diffuser mm-hmm. or roll it on my skin or have it somewhere behind my ears so I can smell it often every time I move my head you know right. <laughs> um, that's that's very beneficial for sure yeah for sure well thank you so much for giving me all of this magic information and and you know I always love talking to you because we always have great conversations and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking to you a lot more often and uh, getting more insights into the Reiki and the massage and you know crystals and essential oils um and just like really teaching people what we have come to incorporate into our daily lives um, so that they can incorporate into theirs for the better of their families and their children and and their relationships as well so thank you for that yeah thank you for having me I definitely enjoy our conversations too Um, and I look forward to talking with you more i Mm-hmm. Our our conversations are pretty magical, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. All right. Well, thank you and have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay, so you sat through an entire hour of me and Courtney, and I know you got so many different little things from that. There's a lot of meditation, a lot of all kinds of stuff we talked about smudging crystals 
everything. So you are welcome. If you have any questions about anything that we talked about, please send us a message. We're going to do way more talks, more conversations on Facebook. The Facebook group is Divine Diverse. Um, and we are going to be doing some Facebook lives and talking more about these subjects individually. Um, this is really just like a rough plan, a rough draft. And our this is how we regularly talk. So um, nothing's really planned. We're just kind of going with the flow. So we love you guys. And I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot more from Courtney and I in the new year. Um, happy new year. And uh, we will see you on the other side.